When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Welcome to Fantasy Football Weekly, a production of iHeartRadio. Time now for Fantasy Football Weekly from iHeartRadio, your weekly source for the nation's best fantasy football advice, speculation, and whatever stupid stuff they decide to drop into the show. Now, here's your host, Paul Charchian. Hey, it's Fantasy Football Weekly. I'm Paul Charchian. Brian Johnson with me. Hey, Brian. Good to see you again, Charch. Free agency just days away. Can't wait to see all the machinations, yes. the moves, the big names, all the changes. Oh. I don't recall being this excited for free agency in quite some time. There are a lot of yeah. a lot of big names. There are there. a lot of big names, and I can't wait to go through that. That'll be next week's show. This week, uh, we will be continuing to drill down on the key things to know and remember from last <clears throat> year, division by division. Last week, we did NFC East. We've already done the AFC East. We're switching our attention this week. To the AFC South. Where my, my new favorite team resides. Your new favorite team is? The Jacksonville oh, Jaguars. Jaguars. Oh, all right. See, I are you abandoning the, the, ba- the, the Bengals? I, I, I won't say they, I'm abandoning them, but I, I brought them to a near championship caliber yeah. level, and they're, they're, they're good. They're going to be just fine. I got to take my talents elsewhere. <laughs> so I I'm going them. to Jacksonville. They're, right. they're my new Bengals. They need, they need your help. They do. They did. Uh, and for anybody who doesn't know, you gave up on your Giants. Before Burrow was drafted, yes. when the Bengals were a very, very bad team, so you get plenty. You are not a front runner on this Bengals bid at all. No, not at all. Congratulations! So, and now, on remember this: when Jacksonville is in the Super Bowl, twenty twenty three, calling it. You're calling it. Two years. I all think right. they couldn't make the playoffs this year. Let's talk yeah. about it. All right, yeah. Let's start with Jacksonville. Uh, bet. Start with Trevor Lawrence. Oh, um, what a it, way, way underreported story. How bad. He looked last year. Yeah, disaster rookie season, just 12 passing touchdowns, 
15 games with zero or one oh, passing touchdown. Brutal. Uh, it was basically unusable in fantasy, but um, not giving up on Lawrence just yet. I was pretty rough on him. I mean, there was things certainly not working in his favor, starting with Urban Meyer, his head coach, mm-hmm. probably one of the worst head coaches in, in NFL history, albeit yeah. it was only like a half a season. Uh, Doug Peterson, uh, massive upgrade mm-hmm. at head coach, I think, uh, especially from an offensive perspective. Uh, Travis Etienne missed all of his rookie season. That didn't help yeah. Trevor Lawrence at all. Um, and DJ schedule, Chark. By the way, we should mention Etienne is ahead of schedule, yeah. according to recent media reports. Yeah, we'll certainly talk about him a little more in a minute or two here. Uh, DJ Chark was hurt, so it was just a disaster all around the offensive line. Okay, okay, that's all true and there's a lot of re- there's a lot of excuse making. But if you watched Trevor Lawrence, he looked bad in situations in which he had no reason to look bad. When he would have a clean pocket, misfiring all of the accuracy, really really bad. Misfiring or not hitting guys in stride, not catchable passes or or difficult catches that shouldn't be difficult. It just I'm telling you, it even if I factor out all these other things and I just look at try to isolate Trevor Lawrence, Brian, it was a bad, it was a, he did not perform well. No, and I, I was worried, you know, he put up these massive numbers in college, but he was basically playing for a pro team. Yeah, right. <laughs> like he had amazing talent all around him, but yeah. uh, I don't know. I, I, people are way down on Lawrence. He's kind of a guy I'm targeting as like a top backup, and I still think he could with the right pieces around him, they're going to address the offensive line for sure. Yeah. Uh, with, they're going to take Evan Neal first overall. Everyone's saying mass mountain of the offensive lineman from Alabama. So I, I hope they do. I am. I'm buying into Lawrence in, in redraft this year and, and certainly dynasty. If, if the price is low enough. So, uh, I'm glass half, half full with Trevor Lawrence, um, over to his wide receivers, uh, DJ uh, shark unrestricted free agent. He he's basically gone. Yeah, um, assuming probably. he's not going to be on the team. So, We'll talk about Marvin Jones. As of right now, he is their wide receiver one. Jacksonville is certainly going to add a receiver or two via the draft or free agency uh, or both. Uh, but Jones, by no means, is he a sexy pick in drafts. But he's someone you can likely count on for roughly 70 catches, yeah. 900 yards, five yeah. or six touchdowns. So a guy you'll he's draft. He's my fifth wide receiver yeah. on my team. And Man. he'll be a spot starter in yeah. some weeks, certainly in, in heavy bye weeks. So uh, Jones, still a, a relevant fantasy player. But I think he, he'll thrive more if they can bring in a bigger name receiver via free agency or draft a, a Traylon Burks or Garrett Davis. One of these which they, which big, could, could, be, a, oh, could yeah. be something they do. Yeah, most mocks should. I'm seeing have Jacksonville mm-hmm. taking a – because they have the 32nd pick, I yeah. believe, as well. Uh, um, no, that, uh, that's Detroit's got 32 because of the, uh, I still think, oh yeah, maybe I'm just thinking that the, they got 33. Yeah. 33. <laughs> so, They're definitely not taking that? a receiver first overall, but a no. lot of mocks I see have them yeah. taking a receiver with that 33rd pick and there'll be some, some enticing options there. Brian, um, why did we spend so much off season time talking about LaVishka Chanel? Yeah. Hyped oh. by many, many people as a he sleeper. Had the, he had the huge December last year, the year before last and rolled into this and we're like, man, all the physical gifts, and now he's got a he's got the, a first round quarterback to throw him the ball, first overall pick quarterback. Yeah, his lack of involvement in that offense was shocking. Yeah, just sixty three catches, six hundred nineteen yards, zero touchdowns. Didn't get a ton of carries either. Thought no. you'd see more yeah. uh, right. work on the ground. Uh, Jacksonville's GM uh, recently said the ship has not sailed on Chenault. Which is a good thing, I guess. But on the flip side, it's not a good thing when you have to make a statement yeah, right, right, exactly. like that. But uh, another, he's a serious buy low candidate as of right now. Uh, everyone looking for the next Debo Samuel these days. Mm-hmm. He, he's 
you would think he's got that skill set. So a guy you can get very cheap. Uh, I, I'm intrigued by Chanel. I'll, I'll take a flyer on him in some leagues and, and just hope that he, he hits that ceiling. But if, if he doesn't show massive improvement this year, it, it's, it's over. Yeah. Oliver. But it, the ship has not sailed, uh, especially in fantasy football on LaVishka. Um, now, speaking of guys I really like, no, I'm, nay, I love Dan Arnold, tight end Dan Arnold. I, funny how you got Jacksonville. Yeah, I uh, kind of you know I set that up for this reason. Yes, I know. Arnold uh, traded from Carolina to Jacksonville midseason. Didn't have much time to acclimate to his new team. Uh, got hurt in Week Twelve. Missed the rest of the season um, because of the injury. But before he got injured, there was a nice three-game stretch where he really clicked <laughs> with Trevor Lawrence. And this is like right when he got traded there. Uh, saw target totals of 10, 7, and 7. He topped 60 yards in each of those games. Uh, he ran nearly 75% of his routes from the slot or outside. So he's really a wide receiver uh, that is tight end eligible in fantasy football. And I love the Doug Peterson hire. Yeah, obviously, for Arnold. The, the pedigree of, so, of tight ends is significant. Look, I'm not saying Dan Arnold is, you know, not tight end one, not even tight end, top 12 tight end, but a guy you can take in the very later rounds as your backup tight end is like going tight end 23, 24 right now. Yeah. There is upside there. They might bring in another tight end, but I think that'd be more traditional inline blocker, blocker guy. Probably, because so, Arnold's not much of a blocker. You know I had to talk about Dan Arnold. But he's he still fantasy relevant, and we'll be uh, giving him some, some C's, maybe even some B's uh, this regular season on All FFW. Right. Make that bold prediction. And uh, lastly, for the Jaguars, oh, the uh, running backs, running back situation. Uh, Travis Etienne, mm-hmm. and we'll talk James Robinson. And we can't look back on Etienne's rookie season. He missed the whole thing yep. uh, with the Liz Frank injury uh, he suffered in, in training camp. Um, people, He's pretty much getting drafted where he was getting drafted last year. The hype is still there mm-hmm. for ETN, uh, more appealing in PPR formats, though. He, he seems like more of a, a receiver than a rusher. Oh, for sure. It's unlikely he gets used uh, in a bell cow role. He'll certainly get, see some carries, but the question is, who will be there? Who will he, who will he be splitting those carries with? Yeah, that is not clear. No, James Robinson tore his Achilles late in the season. Uh, he was a viable RB2 before the injury, um, but man, I don't know if he's going to be ready to go. No, Achilles um, injuries are, you know, we've talked about this a lot with Cam Akers. Achilles injuries on running backs are usually a career ender. Um, you know, Akers came back in the, for the playoffs, totally mundane, like three yards a carry. Um, it is it is really, really hard. The, the high water mark for any running back, often Achilles, is Donta Foreman last year. Four years removed yeah. from his Achilles. Mm-hmm. It's a, it is a brutal injury, and I think the expectation should be that you are not going to get help from James Robinson next year. Not meaningful help. Yeah. So, uh, you know, be a little wary drafting Travis Etienne. He's not, even though there's no mm-hmm. clear competition right now, there, yeah. there will be. And he's just, he's just not going to, it's going to be that 20 plus carry no, guy. He's not built for that. No. Even if the draft equity they put into him would suggest as much. That's it for Jacksonville. When I was at the combine uh, back, a, I guess now, uh, a week, 10 days a ago, over a week ago, um, I had a chance to sit down with Tennessee offensive coordinator, Todd Downing had a nice chat. Um, and Downey, had some massive challenges last year with Tennessee. Oh yeah. Right. You had injuries to Derek Henry, AJ Brown, Julio Jones, a variety of linemen moving in and out, in and out every week. Um, not a lot of depth at receiver either. Right. And they're having to make, you know, Chester Rogers needs to step up. Uh, Nick Westbrook, Conte needs to step up. Picante sauce needs to step up. And, 
so they they but they made do and they got to the playoffs and you know and it turned out Mike you know Mike Vrabel got coach of the year uh, contract extension well deserved yeah, yeah I think that uh, the game they lost to the Bengals in the divisional round that was like one of two or three games where it was they had AJ Brown yeah right. Julio Jones and, and Derrick Henry. Henry and Henry yeah. Henry wasn't 100 percent for that game no before, he only so. had 60 rushing yeah. yards in the game and it ended up being a 16 to 19 game mm-hmm. a defensive tussle let's talk Derrick Henry pre injury. Dominating every rushing stat by a mile. Record-setting pace. It was. MVP pace. It was. He was absolutely dominating. And it was his average game pre-injury, 144 total yards and one and a half touchdowns per game. And you can easily make the case that says, don't care about the injury. Don't care about all the workload. I'm just going to draft Derrick Henry again because I know that Todd Downing will run him into the ground as whatever it takes. And if he breaks down again, I'm going to, you know, I'm fine. Okay. I'm through eight weeks. I'm going to be damn near undefeated because I've got Derrick Henry pumping in 144 yards and one and a half touchdowns per game. I'll deal with it. If he goes down that that's a viable case to be made for taking Derrick Henry as, as early as the second pick of a draft. Yeah. That's pretty much the stance I'm taking. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not too worried about the foot injury. I don't think he's going to, you know, he's subject to broken feet now. now that he's no, done it probably once. not. Probably not. Uh, let's go to the passing game. And Ryan Tannehill finished with seven rushing touchdowns. And you might be thinking to yourself, because I kind of was, well, he got seven rushing touchdowns because Derrick Henry got hurt. But as it turns out, half of those seven, three, uh, were before Derrick Henry got hurt. And he had seven rushing touchdowns the year before that. Yeah. When Derrick Henry is healthy, he, the dude scores rushing touchdowns. Well, he's an athlete. He was a, he's a converted wide receiver. Exactly. Exactly. Tannehill's passing, it wasn't bad, but the real problem last year, and it, you could view it as an aberration if you want, is he just didn't throw touchdowns. He had just 21. That was his lowest touchdown output since he was a Dolphin, and he scored zero or one passing touchdowns in 14 games. Trevor Lawrence was 15. Wow. That was a that's the part that killed him. But the total yards wasn't half bad. Uh, it just didn't convert into the end zone. And that might, you know, that could easily end up flipping. If he has the same yards, and I think off the top of my head it was like thirty seven hundred yards. If he has those same thirty seven hundred yards, he should have more than twenty one touchdowns yeah. next year. I mean, lo- losing Derrick Henry really hurt. Not that Henry was catching a lot of touchdowns, but defenses just had to respect the run yeah. and that opened up i mean dante foreman looked good in henry's absence but that was that was huge for Tannehill and the whole offense aj brown another frustrating season of injuries this time chest knee hamstring injuries sometimes he dominated like he had monster games against buffalo kansas city indy san francisco and that bengals playoff loss he had mm-hmm. a monster game and in those moments aj brown looks like the best receiver in the league yeah but the problem was his other nine games, he averaged three catches for 38 yards and scored twice in those nine games. And yeah. he torpedoed your team. Yeah, you'd like to see those games be more like a six catches for 70 yard. Yeah, right. Floor. That's what I want his floor yeah. to be. But it wasn't that way. And the frustrating part is you can't say, well, it's because Derrick Henry was eating all the carries because half the season he didn't. You can't say it was because Julio Jones was siphoning off so much work because he wasn't even available for most of those games. They just didn't schematically go to A.J. Brown that much. And maybe it was because he was playing with chest, knee, and hamstring injuries many times, but very frustrating for for fantasy owners with A.J. Brown. Let's go to Julio Jones. Uh, I think that Julio Jones trade looks like a lose-lose 
Yeah. You know, the Falcons kind of needed him based on what happened to their wide receiver group. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't have him. And then the Titans gave up the second round pick and more to get a guy who really didn't even help this year. He did not score a touchdown until the final week of the season. Julio Jones topped 62 yards, which is not a high threshold. Leo Jones topped 62 yards once. Went healthy, right? Yep. Nagging injuries for Julio Jones all the time, which was an ongoing problem and has continued to be now for three straight seasons. By the way, now 33-year-old Julio yeah. Jones. Yeah. That's getting kind of ancient yep. when you're talking wide receivers. I think, I think Tennessee is a prime candidate to spend some draft equity at the wide receiver position. I agree. Or yeah. there's certainly some enticing names out there in mm-hmm. free agency, too. There's no guarantee Julio Jones on this team next year. No, there's not. Yeah, that might have been his window right there. Let's take a break. When we come back, let's talk about Indy. All right. Plenty of controversy at the quarterback position and absolutely none at the running back position. <laughs> back in moments. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Segment number two, Fantasy Football Weekly. Paul Charchi and Brian Johnson with you. Let's turn our attention to the Indianapolis Colts. Where would you like to start? Is it uh, Do we start with Jonathan Taylor? Yeah, let's the, a, let's the a, consensus first. He will be the first player taken in almost every fantasy league next yeah, year. Yeah, pretty much the consensus first overall pick in, in one quarterback leagues, of course. A uh, ton of impressive stats I can throw at you. Uh, this one from Pro Football Focus really stood out, though. Uh, the most rushing touchdowns against eight-plus man boxes or, or stacked boxes mm-hmm. uh, over the last two seasons. Jonathan Taylor, 22. Derrick Henry, 20. Dalvin Cook, 19. So, wow. Taylor. Good company. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, he, he, he can only... He, he's certainly... 
we're not sure if he's peaked. He might can only get better, especially if they upgrade a quarterback, bring in another uh, weapon at wide receiver to take some of the attention off Jonathan Taylor. So taking him first, can't argue that whatsoever. Lock it in and think about your round two pick. Uh, Taylor seems about as safe as a number one pick yeah. as there can be. I hope that doesn't jinx him too much. So, yeah, not, nothing more to say about Jonathan Taylor. Really not a lot to say about wide receivers at the moment other than uh, talking about Michael Pittman. Mm-hmm. Just six touchdowns last year, but he was top 15 in catches and yards among wide receivers. Uh, I think he has that wide receiver one potential, meaning he's a you know top 12 yeah. wide receiver. Um, getting drafted right now is, you know, like wide receiver 27, 28. I, I like the value uh, as of right now on Michael Pittman. I mean, he, he's a monster in the in the red zone, in, in the end zone, 6'4", like 230. Yeah. He's got all the physical attributes you're looking for. So uh, I'm buying buying into Pittman. And as for the Indies wide receiver too, uh, not on roster nope. yeah. as of right now. Nobody, it's not T.Y. Hilton. Emerged. No, I don't think, he, I think T.Y. Hilton's yeah, done. Not. It's, it's not, uh, Former favorite sleeper of the show, Paris Campbell. No, he just can't, he never can't healthy. Never it's, healthy. It's not Zach Pascal. It's certainly not Ashton Doolin or Desmond Patton. Patman, sorry. So, uh, so nothing more to say about uh, the wide no. receivers for the Colts at this time. Tight uh, ends, kind of the same way. It's just there's no lead tight end. Well, there's rumblings that Jack Doyle might retire, mm. which would make Mo Alley Cox a whole lot more interesting. Yeah, it would. But. They've got this uh, Kylan Granson kid who they like, who was a rookie last year. So even if Doyle retires, it still feels like there's going to be this annoying platoon at tight end yeah. for the Colts. So pretty much the position is irrelevant from a fantasy perspective right now. But we'll see what happens with Doyle. If he does retire, then uh, my interest is peaked with Moali Cox. But uh, as of right now, uh, nothing much to say. And really... Is there much to say about Carson Wentz? I mean, we can talk about if, he, if he's going to be the well, quarterback. I see. For I the think Colts. okay, it's a good chance he won't be based on what they're saying. But and I know Wentz makes big mistakes in big spots that people hate. But dude threw seven interceptions last year. Yeah, he, that's he, all. He was against, efficient. I think 30, 27, 30, 30, 27 passing 27 touchdowns. touchdowns, seven interceptions. I mean, so that's, that's a good a ratio. Great ratio. Sure, definitely and a great ratio. He wasn't bad. People act like he was. Terrible. I don't think he's. I don't think. Well, I don't think Carson Wentz is bad. No, as people. He was. He was an adequate fan or reality quarterback. It's mm-hmm. the fantasy players who are saying this guy sucks because just three games with two hundred and seventy plus passing yards yeah, all season. That's not great. Two over three. But they had Jonathan Taylor. They played yeah. to their strengths, and that's probably what we're looking at this year. So mm-hmm. really, Wentz is the guy. If he stays on the Colts, uh, clearly a backup. Uh, from a fantasy perspective, but and really for me, probably one of the last ones I would want. I'd probably rather take a chance on a, a rookie or yeah. So yeah, that's it for Carson Wentz and that's it for the Colts. Okay. Let's go to Houston. New head coaches, Lovey Smith, an uninspired hire, I believe with a dismal track record as a head coach, but an awesome college. beard now. Oh, the beard's all aw- the beard is amazing. One of the best beards out there. Yeah, for sure. Um, his offensive coordinator is Pep Hamilton who I did not like as the offensive coordinator for Andrew Luck. As you may recall, mm-hmm. I nicknamed him Poop Hamilton I at the recall. time. He wa- But in fairness to Pep Hamilton, who gets to be Pep, he gets to be Pep until proven otherwise. He was with Justin Herbert two years ago for his explosive rookie year. Okay, Last year, passing game coordinator for Davis Mills in Houston. They kept him on. And why not? 
Davis Mills is one of the great success stories of the draft yeah, from they, last year. Speaking of keeping him on, they better keep Davis Mills as their quarterback, which you're going to talk That's, about. Yeah, right let's now. go right to it. He was the third round pick, and despite only starting, I believe it was 14 games in college. I think it was just 14 games at, at Stanford. Stanford. That was it. He got, he got, and he got, they threw him into action right away because Tyrod Taylor got hurt in week two. They had to bring him in, and the plan was to rest Mills because he was so green. So they played Mills for five or six games, and then when Taylor came back, they went to Taylor. But Taylor only lasted three games. They went right back to Mills, and I really want to focus on Mills the rest of the way. His average game after returning from that point forward was week 14 through 18, so we've got a five-game set. 251 yards and almost two touchdown passes per game. Over the final five weeks of the season, Davis Mills was quarterback 10. Yeah. How about that? And think about the, think about the quality of player around him, the offensive line, the receivers. No I mean, running game. with scraps. Yeah, no running game, nothing. Uh, Mills is not a runner. I'll mention that. We've, that's something, if you didn't already know, we learned this year. Unclear how high of an upside Mills has because he played so little in college. He played, he's played so little at the NFL level. He's had so little help around him. The upside could be way higher than what we've seen so far. The upside here could be a top 10 fantasy quarterback down the road. Yeah, I mean, we've seen quarterbacks go way later in the draft that turn out to be superstars. We could start with Tom Brady. I'm not calling Davis Mills no, the next Tom Brady, right. but a, a third-round yeah. quarterback can certainly... We've seen undrafted quarterbacks turn into... a. Bible fantasy assets. So yeah, I'm a big fan of Davis Mills as well. I really hope they just give him yeah. the keys and let him go. I test just he, the dude can, the dude's a baller. He's kid. His arm is good enough to make all the throws. He, the, he's got the poise, all the intangibles I want. I like Davis Mills. He is an NF. He belongs in the NFL as an NFL. Court. Now as a Viking fan, how Oh, bitter are you that they going. could have taken don't Davis get, Mills and I, I was over Kellen Mond. He went literally the next, next pick. The very next I, they, pick. Vikings took Mond first, and I was banging the table all April to take Davis Mills. Yeah, I remember we were talking about And him. nope, they went Mond, and they're going to regret it. Anyway, uh, let's talk Brandon Cooks, who was the only receiver you really cared about on this team, despite a lot of turmoil and, at the, and you know all the quarterback position changes and everything else. Cooks was pretty reliable. Only five games where he had less than 50 yards and did not score all year. Yep. So he was a guy who almost you know, usually uh, got you over 50 yards, helped you out with some touchdowns. And if I look at the games just under Davis Mills, Cooks averaged nine targets, six and a half catches, 68 yards, and half a touchdown per game. Who is the comparable? So again, this was Brandon Cooks in just Davis Mills starts. Your comparable player this year was CeeDee Lamb. For those numbers. Wow. Yeah. He, Nine he targets, great. six and a half catches, 68 yards and half a touchdown. And actually Cook scored more touchdowns because Lamb only had six and Cook's had nine. So I think he'll continue to be a, a target hog. Then what if Davis Mills gets a lot better in year two? What if Davis Mills is a, you know, what if he's a top 12 quarterback, which, you know, maybe he is. Then what if he's a top 15 quarterback? Then, you know, Brandon Cooks could be, you know, 1,300 yards and 12 touchdowns next year. Davis Mills could be the best quarterback in the AFC South this year. Wow. I mean, if, if it stays Wentz, yeah. then Trevor Lawrence, yeah, Daniel, maybe. It, maybe. There's, there, it's, yeah, it's not that far-fetched. Uh, Nico Collins did nothing all year, really. And we kept hoping that the breakout was coming. It never emerged. It never even got, it hardly even got on the field. Tons of raw talent. Hopefully has a bigger role next year. 
he, he's a guy I'm targeting right now in best ball in the later sure. rounds. Because again, um, you think Mills gets better, yeah. you know, and if Collins gets better in year two, yeah, I think he, he could be the last pick of the draft. Yeah, he's got guy. the pedigree to, to play. Let's get the running backs, Burkhead, David Johnson, Royce Freeman. Burkhead moved to the top of the depth chart at the end of the year, but still only averaged three and a half yards per carry on the season. And aside from torching the Chargers one week with the worst run defense in the NFL, he was totally mundane. May I peacock for one second? Yeah. I used Burkhead uh, as my take a chance on the player in like week. Was 15. it week 16 against all the Chargers? Yeah. All right. Then you and, know, it was like 160 yard, two touchdown game. I think uh, loyal Twitter, you know, he's a fan of the show. He was so grateful. Cause he listened to the show and he told his son who just started playing fantasy football. Hey, play Rex Burkett. And he yeah. won the, he wanted to Venmo me money. And so I was like, oh, all right, sure. Ah, why not? Yeah, okay, yeah. Here's my Venmo. You'll take that. I certainly did. All right. I like it. Uh, Burkhead is under contract for next year. David Johnson is not, he's a free agent and Royce dropped the piano. Freeman stinks. So oh. he's not even a factor. Houston here. will be drafting a running back. I think, I think there's a chance they all, they're all gone and mm-hmm. maybe Burkhead's back as a backup. This is a team that can and should draft a running back, the Houston Texans. Hey, last guy I want to mention, Brevin Jordan, tight end, flashed at the end of the year. If you're in a deeper dynasty league, just, you know, somebody you might want to think about. No, he's he's a guy going late rounds right now. Yeah, Brevin Jordan. Yeah, Yeah, it's because there's, you know, they've been trying to find consistency. Jordan Aikens, a lot of others that they've rotated through a tight end over the past few years. None of it's come together. Maybe uh, Brevin Jordan. He should, his, he should be two. the guy this year. That it could be. And the, being the guy, second-year tight ends generally don't do a lot either. Usually it takes like three years, like Dawson Knox breakout three years. Uh, so I don't expect a ton from Brevin Jordan, but he may be good enough to be your backup tight end next season. Thank you for listening, Fantasy Football Weekly. We'll be back with a free agent edition next week. And as always, thank you for rating, reviewing, subscribing to Fantasy Football Weekly. Fantasy Football Weekly is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only 
exclusions apply.